Alright everybody, it's Andy with More Happy Life again. Thanks so much for tuning in. Just wanted to give you a quick little um, blurb here about the next couple of segments that are going to be a part of the episode um, today. And I am excited about this because <laughs> um, I just wanted to just give a quick little intro to this this next part because it's it's going to be a part of my course. And I thought, hey, why not double you know double create double make it make it uh, make it available to you guys as well. Um, uh, and you know you can also experience it in the course when it comes out as well. Uh, you know, kind of together with everything else, but. Um, you know, it's, it's really interesting, this question that people a lot of times say, well, wait a second, you know, you're always talking about happiness, but can, like, am I supposed to just be happy all the time? You know, um, so anyways, uh, I could try to answer this question in this next little, um, episode, which I'm actually going to create into an MP3, um, and put into my video course. Uh, I like to have also little sound bites as well. And hey, why not create those with Anchor? What the heck, right? So anyways, thanks for listening, guys. Um, I hope to, if you want to, if you want to know more, a little bit more about the course too, feel free to come over to Instagram at more happy life. That's my handle and also um, it's going to be up really soon um, on my website morehappy.org so super easy to remember morehappy.org right Um, anyways thanks for listening guys can't wait to hear your call-ins also about um, what this is about uh, the negativity positivity ratio all right thanks for listening coming up next is a sweet one so I get a really interesting question a lot of times when I'm talking about happiness. So I'm always talking about what what can we do to make life happier? What can I do to be happier in my life? What can I do to, um, you know, make my life better? And and I you know I like to bring in the facts about science of happiness to help people to understand that. So. I get a really interesting question about this um, because people think you know happiness isn't the way life is all the time, right? Like, for example, the other day I was, you know, I thought it was going to be super fun. I went to go skateboarding with my nephews and (laughs) I ended up uh, totally messing up my wrist. Haven't actually skated in a skate park for a really long time. Um, I don't even know if I ever have. But anyways, I just got longboards like a few months ago. I've been loving longboarding, but then bam, you know, as I was trying to record my nephews as they were doing really cool tricks and stuff, Probably shouldn't have been doing that while I was skateboarding myself. And anyways, now my wrist is all messed up and it's going to take a long time for it to heal. Super inconvenient, right? Oh, man. So I get to wear this little wrist brace thing and look kind of like my thumb is like in permanent thumbs up (laughs) at work (laughs) as I type. And anyway, so uh, yeah, life isn't always super positive and it's not always happy, right? So how do we how do we deal with those negative things, um, and and how how can we be real while still being happy, right? How can we be authentic? How can we be authentic in our happiness? We can't just pretend to be happy, right? So there's something really interesting that I've read from Barbara Friedrichsen that talks about this um, really really well, and it's it's a little bit dated, um, and so the research on this what she calls the positivity ratio. Is, is, a, is a little bit out of date, um, and there's there's been a little bit of controversy around it, but, um, you know, the, the, the statistics and the mathematics behind this ratio may not be perfect, but I think the research that she's done that actually uses real people in real life situations actually stands pretty well. 
and I'm super excited actually to get to go meet her um, coming up in just a few days here up in Montreal. Anyways, so she talks about what she calls a positivity ratio. And she says this, just like ice can go from a solid to a liquid when it passes a certain temperature, people who are languishing in life can move to flourishing in their life if their positivity ratios pass a certain threshold. Now, that's where it kind of gets a little bit controversial. You know, a lot of the people in the academic fields, they get all funny with regards to, you know, the statistics and the research and all that stuff. But anyways, we'll just continue on. And, you know, we can see what you guys actually think about this at the end as well. And I think, you know, real life research is a lot more, you know, if the, if the research works for you, that's what matters, right? So um, she says this as well. Just like you can't describe water as warmer than ice, you can't describe positive people as simply happier. They function at a totally different level. And that's where she starts to talk about this three to one ratio. We need to have about three, um, I guess, three heartfelt positive emotions for every one negative heart-wrenching emotion to be, you know, kind of what they say is flourishing, right? So most people out there either, um, you know, they, they experience about a, like a two to one, right? That's about, that's about the average that they've, that she's found in her research. And those who deal with, you know, kind of clinical depression are about a, you know, kind of a one-to-one ratio or maybe even less. Um, So when we're talking about this, it's not about having a three-to-zero, right? Three positive to zero negative. We're not trying to eliminate all negative emotions to be actually flourishing. You know, flourishing people um, really have about a a three-to-one, you know, and everybody's going to have, like, negative emotions, right? We're all going to have negativity, hard things happen, whatever it is in our lives. So instead of trying to force yourself to be more positive, I would say just create the mindset of positivity by remembering to be authentic, right? To be real and to be open. So don't tell yourself uh, to be positive, right? But tell yourself to be open, appreciative, curious, kind, and like we said, authentic. This is an excellent uh, suggestion from Barbara Friedrichsen. So there's a really interesting study at Duke Medical Center about how the fact that it's, it's actually unhealthy to try to be positive in an insincere way. Okay, So the study literally found that what scientists call non-enjoyment smiles would actually cause the men in this study to have a sort of kind of like a mini heart attack. They have what's called a myocardial ischemia. You can say that three times fast, right? Myocardial ischemia, myocardial ischemia, myocardial ischemia. Anyways, don't have one, but anyway, sorry, I'm scoofball. But uh, so yeah, basically what was happening is that when they, they were trying to find out whether anger would have a negative effect on these men who had who were basically in uh, at risk for, for a second heart attack. They'd already actually had a heart attack before, and um, they did find that anger was actually positively correlated to um, second heart attacks or you know, bad heart health. What they were not expecting to find was that, there, that smiling also was positively correlated with the same effect. So 
when, but it wasn't genuine smiles. It was when they were trying to get them to smile in an ingenuine way, or what they call non-enjoyment smiles. They would hook these cameras up to to measure their faces, their facial expressions, and that's where they were trying to measure the anger expressions. But then they also coded their facial expressions for smiles. So when they would have these non-enjoyment smiles, which was uh, different from what they say are the, the sincere smiles or what they call Duchenne smiles, where your kind of your your eyes uh, do the little crow's feet, kind of get all wrinkly, you know, um, and uh, you know those kinds of smiles. Those, and I talk about this in my course as well about the the types of smiles that are actually really good for us and kind of the the you know smiling for dummies, I guess you could call it. <laughs> so. But when they were not actually smiling sincerely, it would literally cause this mini heart attack in their heart at the exact same time. So not to make you afraid of, you know, kind of faking a smile, you're not going to like have a heart attack. But at the same time, um, you know, maybe those wedding photographers out there should be more careful when they, you know, tell everybody to say cheese, right? (laughs) No, I'm just joking. But but it's important to be sincere in our positivity. So, you know, a lot of people used to think when I was, you know, I say, yeah, I like to talk about the science of happiness and helping people to be more positive. And I think a lot of people think, oh, you're just like a Pollyanna, you know, promotional guy. And I'm like, you know, I, I, it, I, it's, it's definitely makes sense that people would think that, but at the same time, um, you know, it's okay to be real. It's actually not just okay. It's it's crucial. It's critical to be authentic and to be real about what's going on in your life. Um, to actually experience the real positive emotions. So when we're not experiencing those, they actually feel better when we are. And um, so negativity is actually a critical part of happiness. It, so- it sounds crazy, right? It sounds so weird. But the people who are flourishing have been found to, you know, have this kind of three to one ratio of three positive emotions for every one negative. But those, I think it would actually, you know, be unbalanced if we did, if it was three to zero, right? If we were, or if it was five to zero, if it was constantly, you know, just happiness all the time, we would get bored of it right we would uh, we wouldn't get bored of it but we would have you know what they call hedonic adaptation all the time and anyways that's a, that's another philosophical question for another day but i just wanted to say that it's okay to have those negative days those negative things happen uh the things that are real life and instead of telling yourself to be positive research shows that telling ourselves to be open is a lot more powerful for increasing our happiness. So hopefully that was helpful for you guys. Thanks so much for listening. As always, I would love to hear what you think about this. Take care and remember to, if if your positivity ratio seems a bit low, if you feel like you're kind of at a one-to-one or if you're like at a zero-to-two, you know, um, it's definitely worth focusing on as we've talked about the fact that, you know, negativity literally shortens your life. But if you, you know, if you're like a two to one or a three to one, you're doing pretty well. So take care, guys. Thanks so much for listening.